Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. podcast uh where we talk about things like kicking and punching and uh wrestling that's a, mm-hmm. that's a term that that's i that's a technical term use. yeah <laughs> thank you uh i'm danielle riendo i like mma a lot and i'm joined by my my friend i'm gonna call you my friend is that okay can i call you yeah friend? we're friends now this <gasps> yes this we're rules. friends we're friends in combat and in life and in uh, podcasting, LB Hunk Tears. Hi, I'm sorry. I'm like very moved by the fact that we're friends now. So I've just been like Aww. nodding silently, making a moved face. But that doesn't Aww. translate to this audio medium. No, but you just translated it by using the Dead. power of, of podcasting. So it's, it's very beautiful. Language. <laughs> yeah, we're doing great. See, I think combat sports are very much about being moved. Um, yeah. You know, there's a lot of intensity. There's a lot of emotion. And... And LB, you gave me this incredible, very emotional wrestling match to watch. Uh, it was from Triple Mania. Oh, that's a lot of Roman numerals. Uh, 20 26. Oh, yeah. I did it. Yes. They also thank you because you've, you've also saved me. Uh, Lady Shawnee versus Fabio Pache. Mask versus hair from 825-18. And uh, do you want to do you want to set this one up uh, and, and tell me a little bit about the this incredible, truly incredible match that you that you gave me to watch? Today? So basically, I gave this to you because last time we talked about Kota Ibushi versus Zack Sabre Jr., which is yes. like really technical. I thought it was like would be a really good entry point for you yeah. as somebody who's a grappler. New Japan is very sports oriented. You know, even though Zack Sabre Jr. is the bad guy, he's following all the rules. Mm. But what like what makes wrestling wrestling to me is that it's like this crazy spectacle and all these things happen that would never happen in real sports. I guess yeah. wrestling's amazing because yeah. both of those like it can be fake real sports and fake really fake feeling sports. So this was like I don't know. We talked a little about Lucha Libre. We talked a little bit about a few different things last time. I was like, what encapsulates like all the things I love about like arena wrestling? Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, it's Lady Shawnee versus Fabio Apache. (laughs) Cause it's got, um, so Lady Shawnee is like, she's a female luchador. She's Mm -hmm. masked. She has kind of like a 90s fighting game ninja princess. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah, vibe. Um, she's the, we'd call it in America, the baby face. In Mexico, sure. they're called technicos. Um, it's not quite a one-to-one. Some, they're not quite the same, but it's she's a good guy. Beloved by children. Um, pure of heart. <laughs> and she had been just, you know, victimized and bullied by Fabi Apache, who's older. Um she is in her late 30s 
and Shawnee's in her mid-20s. Okay. And Fabi Apache is a legacy wrestler. Her father was uh her father was a great luchador. Her stepmother, she there's like some yeah, her stepmom was a wrestler. She may still wrestle. Her sister wrestles. So big wrestling family. Fabi used to be a babyface at this time, and she continues to be a heel or a rudo in Mexico. Um, and she had just been like on Lady Shawnee, attacking her, being horrible. <laughs> so Triple Mania is Triple A's like big event of the year. Gotcha. And mask versus hair. So sometimes you can do like a in especially in Lucha Libre, you can do like a mask versus mask match where the loser loses their mask. Um, gotcha. If you don't have a mask to put on the line, you could put your hair on the line. You could put a championship on the line. Um, so the stakes are high no matter what. The stakes yeah. are super high. Gotcha. But to lose your mask is like, like if you look at Lady Shawnee's Wikipedia page, there is no real name on there because her real name is not a matter of public record. If you are a masked wrestler in Mexico, your real name is not known by the public. Wow. And when you're unmasked, Part of that process is it's like they were, you know, it's revealing your face. And then the company where you wrestle releases a, they announce your name, I believe, in the arena. And they release like a, they do a press release, like saying who you are. Wow. So it's a really big deal to lose your mask. Oh my God. So you can be doing this for years and years and years with a mask. Yes. And then... Because of, like, the stakes just got that high or you got that popular or, or whatever happened, it becomes, like, okay, this is almost like you're, like, coming out kind of thing. Like, a really huge thing. Yeah, I mean, there are people who stay masked forever. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I'm double-checking to see if El Santo ever got unmasked. Um, this is incredible. But, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, like, it's a really big deal and it's... So to lose your hair, like hair grows back, you know? Sure, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. You can't un... I guess like there have been... I think there have been like little moments throughout time where people have been unmasked and then remasked and then people just kind of forget they never saw them. But in general, like at least the the story, the perception is like you can't ever go back. Right, right, right. That's a Um, big deal. Yeah. yeah. So Lady Shawnee has her mask on the line against Fabi Apache's hair. It was a very long way of setting this up, but... Um, oh, no, it's great, because there's a lot going on here, and I yeah. definitely needed to watch parts of it twice, and thank thank you so much, because you actually... So, nobody knows this, because the show notes are, you know, proprietary material, uh, but LB oh, yeah. actually wrote out, like, all the players, all the characters here, who is who, and it was very helpful for me. So, yes, thank you, thank you. Well, that's the other thing, is that in, like, a real fight, you don't have... You do have people coming, you know, coming to the ring with them yeah. and like helping them with their yeah, icing yeah. and bandaging and water drinking. The cornermen, the like, cutmen, the coaches, you know, the ref, yeah. you know, the doctors. Sometimes I haven't shown you one yet that has a doctor uh, come in and take a look at something, but that happens all the time. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, but you don't have like a big sexy minotaur. <laughs> Going with you to the octagon to, like, yeah. fight yeah. your opponent when the referee's not looking. Sadly, yet again, yes. sadly, we don't have that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, Black Taurus, uh, 
was kind of assisting Fabi Apache. Nino Hamburguesa was kind of assisting Lady Shani. You also have like the heel referee, the Rudo referee, El Hio yes. del Tirantes, who if you've like seen a little bit of AAA, he's the guy with the suspenders who always helps the bad guys cheat. Yeah. He's he got so in good. There. Yeah, he got in there. Oh my God, did he ever. Oh. Yeah. So basically like, I really recommend checking this out. It's for you can watch it for free on the Triple A YouTube, um, but it's basically Fabi Apache just going in on Lady Shani, uh, Black Taurus helping her out, El Hio del Torantes kind of looking the other way and like actively <laughs> helping them sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> and and the, the thing I didn't understand, I, I have to ask the skeleton guy. Okay. Uh, I wasn't sure whose side he was on at times. Is that also kind of normal? Like, like, or maybe was, it was just me not fully understanding all the chaos. Yeah, was he on. was on Lady Shawnee's side. So okay, okay. Gotcha. At a certain point, um, Nino Hamburguesa gets taken out of the. So like, the kind of good guy supporter gets yes. taken out of the picture. So there needs Basketball to be a new Jersey one. Basketball guy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's gotcha. when Thriller starts playing. <laughs> Yeah, that was maybe my favorite part of this whole thing. That was incredible. Uh, <laughs> one thing, uh, I don't want to jump around too much, obviously, uh, but just no, as a it. general note, uh, to the untrained eye, which my eye is absolutely untrained, there was just an incredible sense of escalation throughout this match. Like, it, we we start in with, like, a folding chair impact and things just get wilder and wilder and wilder uh, from there. Again, from from my perspective, there's a lot of people in there. There's a lot of there's the Minotaur, the hot Minotaur, incredible. There's the skeleton guy, incredible. There are these these two different refs, uh, and there's a basketball jersey dude, uh, Nino, uh, is in there. So there's a lot going on, but there is just it's the greatest sense in the world of just escalation of stakes like it starts high and it just gets higher and higher and higher and higher and it's almost like a juggling kind of thing like like oh juggling the audience's attention among all these incredible awesome chaotic elements that was really fun for me uh just to like just watch the spectacle of it i mean that's why it's your eye may be untrained but like that's exactly like what I wanted you to get out of this, and oh, I'm so awesome, glad. Awesome. <laughs> I'm so glad, like you, you enjoyed all that. Um, yes, because yeah, it just gets like more and more and more and more, and that's what can be like really amazing about like a super spectacular wrestling match that isn't like wrestling can be very nuanced and yeah, sophisticated, and it can also be just like this beautiful like opera of <laughs> you know chairs and. <laughs> like a million people coming, like going, I mean, like it, it very much feels operatic in that, like there's a huge cast and yeah, just the stakes. Everything's big. Everything's big. Everything's high. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's what I loved about this. Um, yeah. This was again another one of my favorite matches from 2018. Just like going in on 2018 here. It was a good year, apparently. Uh, yeah, for, it was awesome wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> I had a great time in 2018. Um, trying to think what. Oh, yeah, like you were saying about juggling. Uh, I don't know if you noticed this, but there was one point where they kind of showed the guys brawling. Yes. And then they cut back. And I believe it's, was it Fabi who's bleeding in her face? I think so. There's a lot of blood. There is like 
uh, uh, just a, a pouring of blood on her face and like down her hair. And it is just like the most amazing like slasher movie blood. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. So the way the, one of the reasons they're kind of cutting away for that is because yeah. she is cutting herself to bleed. Oh, wow. Wait, there. for real in real life? Yes. Yeah. So it's called the, blading. The, that's it's real blood. Gigging. That's real blood. Um, wow. You hide like you hide like a razor blade or something in your gear in like a secret spot. You yeah. kind of hide. You find a good spot. Forehead is great because you get a lot of really good like so forehead vascular. blood yeah. um, without having to do a big cut. Sure. And then you can, it can run down your face and mix with your sweat and it can look really dramatic. Holy um, shit. Yeah. So that's that's blading. Um, there's Holy also- fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. That's that's one fucking respect for the art right there. That is that yeah. is, you know, suffering for your art. Number two. Holy shit. Like, that's just my genuine, honest-to-God reaction of, like, oh, my God. So she's... But they can't show the cutting because that would, like, get away from the fiction of her being, you know, the hitting is is causing the cuts yeah. versus the cutting is causing the cuts. However, that's so badass. That, yeah, it's like, like sleight of hand. Yeah. It's like a magic trick, but she's literally creating a cut on herself to create blood. Like, that's the most metal thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> It rules. Yeah. Because um, we were talking about blood last time and I was like, yeah. you were like, there was no blood in that match. I was like, oh, I guess like, I could show you some blood. Like, <laughs> oh, let me. Some blood for you. You're like, yeah. You're like taking a note like, oh, I see she wants blood. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's also like, um, people don't always bleed on purpose. There's, or they don't always sure. use like a razor blade. There's yeah. also this thing like, it's what the difference is. It's gigging or it's hard way. So okay. hard way is if like somebody actually hits you so hard you start bleeding, like in yep. that the MMA fight that sure. we watched. Sure. Um, yep. Where I don't think anybody snuck any razor blades in for the drama. Um, <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. Yeah. They, get, pretty... they check their gloves for that kind of thing. Okay. Good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and I mean like the blood also like the cut on her forehead. And it is and it is uh, Fabi because it's. I'm all because I get all stressed out watching her head get shaved, watching the like yeah. the the clippers up against like with the where she has the cut at the top, like oh, on her hairline. Right. Yeah, yeah. As an EMT, so th- this is one of those places. Usually, my EMT brain and my my MMA brain are kind of in the same place, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're, it's a lot of like, oh, doing this damage. What did this damage? How do we repair this damage or whatever? This is where I'm having an actual problem here where my MMA brain or, or now my watching wrestling brain is now up against my EMT brain EMT brain being like oh shit that's gonna be oh man you gotta cover that up like right away like you don't you don't want that cut to like be open while you're around all these people and all this combat and all this other stuff this is this is fascinating to me it's like oh there's an actual open wound here how do you keep that clean while you're performing in this way yeah Rest, I wish I could say, like, I have a lot of faith in wrestling and wrestlers about this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, I have to say, I uh, I was at a wrestling show once, and I was talking to uh, a guy who now wrestles in AEW, sure. uh, Trent, Trent Beretta, who's, I guess, a, kind of a friend now. Um, and he was helping his friend, Chuck Taylor, 
take he was taking thumbtacks out of his back oh. just kind of standing there <laughs> out after the show yeah uh un- no you know hands no gloves no gloves <laughs> and we're just EMC talking just had, a, had a problem but yeah <laughs> we're talking and he offers he offered to let me help i said oh. no yeah <laughs> with yeah, my ungloved juices yeah unwashed hands <laughs> oh shit yeah and then at a certain point he went wait a second i should probably be like cleaning this yeah, yeah. (laughs) that's correct (laughs) make sure you get your tetanus shot you know (laughs) yeah like i really worry about staph infections and stuff Um, yeah those are those are no joke to be honest that's yeah but i mean they you know i'm pretty sure afterwards like fabi had her stuff disinfected triple as a big company there are doctors real and fake sure there well i we saw a couple of the fake ones I'm assuming the fake ones. I have no idea if they're real or not. <laughs> I mean, that would have been also really badass if it's like, hey, I'm a doctor in real life or a medic in real life. I'm also playing one in this match. Like that, there's something cool about that. That does I, happen. I that. When like there's a real injury, like the real doctors in the funny white coats come out and like <laughs> do gently take people out. Oh, Wow. Yeah, in some states in the in in some states in America, like you need to have a doctor on site legally. Yeah, to have a wrestling I, show. This which makes is sense. A, it does. It super makes sense. This is a funny thing. I won't be here for this uh, because I'm going to PAX. But we routinely. So I'm a volunteer EMT, and we routinely go to wrestling shows. Like, uh, not like I don't think they're uh, professional wrestling shows, but like you know, local wrestling shows. And we are like the medical staff there. And there's like an offer right now. Oh, come on Saturday. We have a wrestling match, uh, like a wrestling show to be uh, medical staff at. And I'm like, now that we're doing this podcast, you should do the it. Next t- the next time it becomes available that I'm not like traveling for work, I'm going to jump on it. I'm just going to be like, I got to see this. I got to go to a live show. And I'll be like, I guess that will literally be EMT brain. But I'll have to kind of be both, right? Like we got to get. That'll content. be really interesting to hear about. I actually like. I'm very excited to hear about you doing that. And yeah, we I'm, have I'm like curious. a wrestling school uh, uh, right near my ambulance base. Like it's on the same. It's not the same block, but it's like on the same street. I think like maybe one or two blocks away, which is also very cool. That is really cool. I wonder which one it is. I can, like, look it up. I mean, it's fine. Like, my patches say exactly where I'm an EMT and stuff like that. Uh, I'm sorry, my brain is like... I am actually looking this up right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I wonder if it's Creative Pro. They're in New York, you know, but... Wow, that's so cool. House of Glory? Oh, shit, House of Glory, yeah. Yeah, House of Glory Wrestling School is, uh, yeah, super close. Uh, Extremely close. Uh, to my ambulance base, so I, I wonder if we're through that. Like, I actually don't know the the specific details of like this show that's going on this weekend, but uh, yeah, like we we routinely go to these things. Uh, I just haven't been to one yet because I think the relationship just kind of started fairly recently, and I just haven't been to one yet. But yeah, yeah, I really recommend checking out House of Glory. Actually, it's like run nice. by this guy, Amazing Red, who is like an incredible high flyer. Um, and trains really good people, so. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, they do. So now I want to go even more. <laughs> Packs, whatever. 
Let me go to this this wrestling show. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. You get to like check out Animal Crossing, and I'm very jealous. I know. I actually, yeah, I'm actually pretty excited. I like <laughs> I'm pretty almost, excited about a lot of the games I get to see. But yeah, I almost accused John of a, the war crime of not sending <gasps> me to PAX so oh that I could play God. Animal Crossing, and then I realized I can't even. That's I can't do that. I mean, it's, I get he's it. too nice of a person. And he'd be like, it's a war crime not to send me to Paxis. <laughs> he might be upset genuinely. Like, what? yeah, oh, he's no. <laughs> too good of a person. I can't do it. I can't make those jokes. I mean, it's true. I get it, though. I get I get the feeling much like <sighs> the incredible escalation of, of violence that we saw in this match. I get I get it. It hurts. It hurts when you it can't does. do the thing you want. You it know? does. Maybe that's yeah. what like what drove Fabi over the edge. I don't know. <laughs> like maybe she just like really wanted to play Animal Crossing and she couldn't. <laughs> that's what it is. She has been in debt to Tom Nook for too damn long. She's upset. You know, she needs the uh, win. Her favorite villager moved out, and uh, you know she's upset. And I get it. She needs the win. You know, Tom Nook would be like the ultimate like authority heel in wrestling <laughs> like the most evil guy who runs the company and has everybody in debt that would be such a good wrestling angle i really love that idea <laughs> tom nook he just comes out and he's just tom nook and everybody yeah, and everyone like, boos <laughs> he's got like really <laughs> ominous like entrance music everyone's just booing like crazy and just, he's all like, standing super- there all proud He's just like, what? I got the money. And like super slowed down, like KK Slider, like yeah. song comes on and it's just Tom Nook. Poor KK Slider. Tom Nook Slider. with a Bane mask. Just like, I don't know. And his little kids are like his oh, goons. Timmy and Tommy, not Tom, Timmy and something. I don't know. Timmy and, I want to say Tommy, but he's Tom. Timmy, Timmy and something. Nook. Whatever, they're his little, the little slumlords in training. Oh, they are. It's really bad. Timmy and Tommy, oh, you're right. It was Tommy. Oh, so one's a junior, so the other one might be mad because he got dad's name. Like, yeah. I can already see the storylines brewing. Oh my I God, Timmy versus it. Tommy. Timmy versus Tommy Nook. Match of the century. There's a, uh, there's... So there were these twins, these twins named the Bella Twins, who they just announced are going to be in the WWE Hall of Fame. But they had like all these oh, nice. crazy like twin angles, and now I'm imagining like, <laughs> you know, like just as awful as you can possibly imagine WWE being, they did with them. So now I'm imagining sure. like Timmy t- saying to Tommy, like, Tommy, I wish you died in the womb. <laughs> slaps him with his little raccoon hand oh, his like little creepy raccoon little raccoon hand you know like blop. oh my god i need to see that match nintendo hire us to make an animal crossing wrestling game that's like a big show match that's like a summer like a juicy summer slam match to me oh. timmy versus tommy timmy timmy versus tommy i'm i'm so all about this this is great oh my, oh my god, god. Oh my god. We're learning so much about combat here. We we really are we're learning more than I can even contain, really. I and, and I and I want to be a sponge for all things combat. I mean you're um, really picking up on things fast. I'm impressed. I don't think I'm picking up on MMA half as quickly as you're picking up on pro wrestling. Oh well, you know, it it's not a competition, LB. I, That's I uh true. I'm just happy 
I'm, I'm just happy that you're at least enjoying it on some level. And I'm that, having a uh, blast, yeah. Which I guess, yeah, I, I feel like <laughs> I just kind of made an assumption there, but good. I'm glad I made the right assumption. Um, do you want to get to this match, or is there is there more that you'd like to say about uh, about our 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 ladies, <laughs> our ladies with the hair? <laughs> I think I'm actually good. I'm ready to move on to because Animal Crossing has me thinking about animals. Yeah. Like, and which has me thinking about my main comment. Yeah. On this MMA match, which I felt like I was watching a nature documentary. <laughs> That's perfect. That is the perfect way, I think, to uh, to talk about Habib Namurma. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to try. My uh, my partner is from Uzbekistan and uh, speaks fluent Russian and, and will scream at me, probably is screaming at me for this. But Habib Nurmagomedov versus Dustin Diamond Poirier. Uh, which was from last September, not too long ago, actually, uh, a 2019 uh, championship match, actually. Uh, so the follow, uh, the uh, build-up to this was massive, of course. This is a major, major, major fight. Uh, it was the first fight that was put on in uh, the Yas Arena, uh, this brand new uh, sort of uh, place being put together on on uh, in in Abu Dhabi. Uh, really, UFC was looking to like just really market the shit out of this for that uh that entire market and habib is a uh a muslim fighter and he's a incredibly 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 talented fighter he is the 155 pound champion he still has not lost in the ufc and he was going into this uh i believe he had 27 wins in a row he was the champion however after fighting with conor mcgregor he started an actual brawl in the arena uh, it was part of starting a brawl in the arena. Uh, there was a lot of bad blood between some fighters, blah, blah, blah. And so he would he was on sort of a, you know, the UFC made him take take a little time off after that as, as sort of punishment. Uh, in the meantime, Dustin Poirier, who had been a fighter from, uh, I believe, 2011 is when he started fighting in the UFC. So he had, you know, had an amateur career before that, a pro career before that, and then came into the UFC. Been there for a while and had always been a very, very good fighter, a very, very good all-around fighter. Uh, but in the last year or so, he really stepped it up. He really ramped it up. And uh, one of the biggest highlights of that sort of ramping up process was defeating Max Holloway, who at the time was a, a uh, the UFC featherweight uh, champion multiple times, who had defended his title many, many, many times. And he was going up 10 pounds to uh, go to 155 to see, like, oh, maybe I can be a double champion, too. There's this whole phenomena of fighters who are... Champions in multiple weight classes. Like, for example, Amanda Ooh. Nunes, who uh, is a fighter that I am in awe of, to be honest. And I'm sure I'll, I'll show you a, an Amanda Nunes special at some point. <laughs> I mean, I'd be lying if I said I haven't, like, I don't know exactly what she looks like and haven't, like, I'm not, you know, aware totally. of her. She seems, she, ha like, has an aura that is oh. badass. Yeah, the lioness. She is incredible. She is the current 135 and 145 uh, women's champion. And okay. Seems pretty hard to beat <laughs> right now. Uh, really, really hard to beat. Um, and it was also, actually, she is the uh, first openly queer champion in all of UFC history. She has a, a fiancé who is also a, a fighter in a different weight class, actually, believe it or not. And uh, they are so fucking cute. And it's amazing. They do, like, cute Instagram videos of themselves. And, my God, it's, like, in my actual dream? Like, there it is. Like, if you want to see it, there there it lives. That's um, so cute. I'm getting ahead of myself, I guess. But okay. that is interesting about the different weight classes, because that's actually something yeah. we're seeing in uh, pro wrestling right now as well. Oh, and cool. I'm wondering if, like, that's, like, an inspired by MMA thing. 
Because that happens it might sometimes. Be. It might be because, you know, it's, it's something that's it certainly happened for a while. But now it feels like any champion who's been a champion for a while, and not every single one, but several have gone on to be like, oh, one above or one above, you know, whichever way they they kind of can physically go, they might try it. Uh, and yeah, it did not work out for Max Holloway uh, because just Dustin really kind of kicked his butt. Uh, <laughs> so Dustin Poirier was really on a roll uh, and he, he comes into this as the interim champion. So mm-hmm. during the time where Habib had to take kind of some mandatory time off, there was an interim championship fight. Dustin wins. Uh, and that was against Max Holloway, who was going to go up and fight for it. And so Dustin Poirier has this, like, incredible momentum. I think he was on something like a five-fight win streak going into this. Still the underdog, because Habib almost has, like, an aura of just impossibility to him. And it's yeah. wild, because it's not like anybody doesn't know what he does. What he does, uh, he's one of the best grapplers in the world in, at his size. Like, truly in the entire world. Uh, Dagestani dude he is a, an incredible wrestler uh, and what he does is he has incredible pressure and incredible speed and just like next level grappling so he gets people to the ground and he smothers the crap out of them uh, and that's what he does and everybody knows that's what he does the problem is nobody can really figure out how to defeat him and spoiler alert Dustin uh, Poirier who is by the way a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu and has been for at the time at least two years uh he couldn't do it either. Uh, so he tapped actually to a rear naked choke in the third round, uh, even though he did have some moments in this fight. He he had some moments. You have to give that to him. He was doing some work with the striking, and he actually had a pretty decent guillotine bite on Khabib at one point, uh, but he did not fully sink it, and he didn't, like, you know, pull up guard with his legs, so he didn't quite get it. Uh, really intense fight. I love the way that you described it as a nature documentary. And I just went on for way too long kind of talking about the backstory. But that's uh, all really important to know. It's all, like, there's very a lot going useful. on. And I'm yeah. wondering, like, um, was it really fair that Habib got, uh, like, suspended for getting into a fight when Conor McGregor made her mad? Because that dude's really annoying. I've never seen him yeah. fight, but I've seen him in commercials and stuff. He's really annoying. Yeah, Conor, uh, whew. I'm not a fan, and maybe some people will get mad at me, uh, but really, number one thing, Connor kind of started a lot of the drama by throwing a dolly, like a piece of equipment, into a bus full of fighters right before they had to fight, and people got glass in their eyes, and all sorts of weird shit happened. Uh, Also, that dude has two different uh, counts of uh, investigations of sexual assault against him right now. Uh, and he's, he's, the UFC still let him fight, uh, pretty recently. And it's kind of like, hmm. That seems, that seems not great. Not Not awesome. And that's why I'm not really a fan. Like, it seems like a, a really interesting fighter, but like, I, you know, I'm good. I'm good, actually. I I don't need to be a fan of somebody who, uh, has that much kind of going against him. That, and he was in a video uh, last year where he is seen like it's a video punching an old man at a bar uh, the because fuck? the old man did not want to try his crappy whiskey so seems you not awesome so yeah i don't uh, i don't dislike habib for that one uh <laughs> kind of don't yeah. mind really that part uh habib seems like a, an extremely devout uh person he's a very devout uh devout muslim he is uh you know he seems to fight with a lot of honor 
Uh, he does not seem to be like a, a scummy person, and he does do uh, a lot of charity work, which I must say also Dustin is known for doing a ton of charity work, which is which is pretty cool. So like this this is a fight between two people who who really do seem to have quite a bit of honor and and fight you know honorably. Yeah, there's not a lot of respect for each other, and like yeah. it, it has like a like they kept there were really these moments where it looked like they were talking to each other. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which I know some like because in wrestling you you can see that happen sometimes. It's like oh they're calling like what they're right, going to do right, next, right. and yeah. I'm wondering like what are they saying? I wish what do you I think knew. they were saying. I really wish I knew because it's like <laughs> it's like man I want to I want to know if like Habib is doing some like mind game shit or like he's like tap tap I don't know I don't know I like I, is I, it like a because it's so like whatever it is it at least the microphone's not picking it up which makes sense. Yeah. But I'm so used to microphones picking up, uh, picking up, you know, talking that yeah. I'm like, is it like a very tender trash talk? Like a very like <laughs> soft, like you should tap, you can't beat me. Or is it like, hey, you're doing great. <laughs> hey, you're doing great, buddy. You're doing a good like, job. I'm having a really fun time fighting. I'm trying to imagine Honest- like, what could they be saying? Honestly, I wish I knew. I, I will tell you, like, I don't do it on, on anything like this level. But there are definitely times where I'll be talking to a rolling partner. Like, are you okay? Like, if I'm in a really horrific position for them, like, I'm fully sitting on their chest with, like, their arm across their throat, I might legit be like, are you, are you all right? Like, you're, you're good? You're good? Keep going? All right, cool. Like, there's a lot of that in uh, at least sparring. That makes I don't sense. Know about, I don't know about pro fighting. I don't know if But, yeah, like a big championship like fight. Yeah. Yeah. But so, this was, like, incredible. He was... Again, like hard for me to train my eyes to seeing the like the subtleties and nuances of what he was doing because it really just seemed like, oh no, they're just on the mat. And <laughs> and the last thing you showed me, like getting on the mat was a really difficult thing to do. Yeah. So it I'm is. like, getting on the mat's really difficult. This is like a masterful opponent you have, and he just got him down just so easy. Yeah. It's and unreal just- how fast his takedowns are. Like genuinely like unreal i watch it and i'll 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 keep watching it and i'm just like how how are you this fast and he's doing things that are like very you know you learn to do a double leg you know not too far into learning to wrestle but like he's just doing it so perfectly and effortlessly and quickly that it seems supernatural yeah (laughs) like it really does i mean that's why there's a Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, that's why I just that's just why I was saying it was like a nature documentary because it didn't oh. seem like he was like trying really hard. It just seemed like this is what he does. Like yeah. I'm hungry. It's time to eat. I'm gonna take <laughs> down this man named Dustin. Yum yum. <laughs> like and then I that I have them that I should have like you know some you know David Attenborough or somebody being like well and it's meal time <laughs> in the octagon. <laughs> Habib is hungry now, and he is going to take this man down and eat him. Yeah, basically. He wraps himself around Diamond Dustin, and (laughs) Diamond (laughs) Dustin struggles to escape. He cannot. No one can escape. I mean, like, it really just felt like, yeah, this is, like, there was, like, a a tranquility to it. Like, even not knowing what the the result was going to be, I was invested. I'm like, you know, I... When uh, Dustin gets the the guillotine in, I'm just like, oh shit, this is like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, get in there, get in there, and like he didn't, 
like you said, didn't quite sink do it. in, sink yeah, in didn't the quite legs. Get it. Yeah. But I mean, so I mean, I'm invested and I'm excited, but at the same time, it what it it felt very like, yeah, this is what has to happen. <laughs> like, and there are videos of young Habib fighting bears, like wrestling with baby bears, like actual bears. It's like absolutely wild. And he's not a he's not a huge dude, right? Like he's no. not a big, big, big guy. He's he's not. He's fighting at one fifty five, and like he doesn't look super, you know, terrifying. You know, not not a huge guy, but like the way he wrestles is just so completely smothering. I, I mean, it it it's hard to see an argument for another like a better MMA grappler, uh, especially at this size or, or really any of the, the smaller sizes. Like he really, <laughs> the things he can do and the way he can just put people down and keep them down with that pressure. Uh, he's doing a lot of things, you know, technically of course with like group fighting and, and he's doing a lot of things technically with sort of where his weight is and how he's putting his weight on his opponents. Uh, the thing that's really kind of scary about it and, and when you're saying there's a tranquility to it, the way it was written about was like, it was almost like an inevitable conclusion. Like, yeah, that's Dustin, how it felt. Again, Dustin's a black belt. He's not like a. He's not like oh, only a striker who's never been on his back. Like, dude is a black belt. He, he knows what he's doing on the ground. He knows how to grapple at a, at a high level. It's just there's high level and there's what Habib is doing, uh, which is truly wild. Like truly, truly wild. And he has a great team. He's a he's a great fighter. Uh, they spent, you know, weeks and weeks just trying to figure out, oh, the puzzle of Habib. Like, how do we, you know, how do we escape this result? And there was no escaping it. There was just absolutely no escaping what happened, which is just honestly, like, terrifying and also cool. <laughs> no, it's time. tremendous. So I'm also really sorry about the hammering that is happening oh, um, that fine. I'm sure is coming through there. I live across from a, a construction site that was not hammering. Until we started podcasting. They, I think, like, most construction, like, they, they're just like, oh, wait, is somebody podcasting? Oh, the, oh, the, the podcast alarm went off. Okay, let's, let's, like, go and, like, let's have a marching band come by and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Like, so I apologize to everyone. Oh, it's, it's totally okay. You know, it's like the hammering of uh, Habib on top of, uh, on top of you when you, yeah. when the, when the, when the Grim Reaper calls. But, on, but really, like, him doing the grappling and striking while he's, like, wrapped around? Yes. Was wild. Yeah. Like, I mean, then again, that I'm so, I'm, I'm used to seeing stuff that's, like, more showy. So these, like, the strikes all feel really, like, little. But then I'm like, yeah. no, it's not little. It's just, like, really close. Yeah. It's super fast. Close and fast and just, like, <laughs> intimate and inescapable. Yeah. Uh, you wrote here about the blood, which is super cool, uh, because, yeah, we were just talking about with the with the wrestling match where, oh, somebody cut themselves to show their blood. And here it's like, oh, no, they're trying to stop the bleeding as much as possible, which is yeah. a very cool and interesting note. Right. Like, this is like a, a, a hilarious kind of opposite thing. Right. Yeah. I wrote in my notes. Very responsible. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Yeah, I do it, like that. It's just like, fun. oh, this is like nice. Good call, bandaging a cut. Like I've never seen, never seen them stop a wrestling match to bandage a cut. <laughs> yeah, they they have to make sure. And there's always like, uh, there's a whole medical staff there. There's actually a really cool piece on the Athletic uh, recently about cut men 
who, you know, kind of got their name from boxing. Uh, and obviously there's there's women who do it too, but it's like the term uh, is, is just the person who, it's not even necessarily medical. I mean, it's medical on, on in one sense, but like all their job is is to keep the cut from getting worse in the middle of a fight so that both people can still see. And like, yeah. just what a wild profession that is. Like, they got a lot of Q-tips, they got a lot of Vaseline, and they got to move real quick. They got to... They only have, you know, 60 seconds. Really, it's more like 45 uh, to do their work. And, like, what a wild and, and fascinating kind of job that that is. Yeah, it's, like, like very yeah. highly specialized. Extremely, yeah. And I've seen, like, I've seen a lot of uh, more recent grappling matches because wrestling itself is becoming a little bit more... It's, it's always been a huge part of uh, grappling, like, high-level uh, pro grappling. But... It seems to me that uh, there's more wrestling. There's more of an emphasis on wrestling and more of an emphasis on like a really kind of big movements, uh, you know, for takedowns. And so uh, there's a recent match where uh, a you know, heavyweight sort of a tournament where somebody had a really bad cut. Uh, his name is Cyborg Abro, and uh, he had like a horrible cut, and nobody knew how to deal with it because like these weren't MMA people; they were you know, grappling people. And so Fuck. it's just probably some normal EMT who who doesn't necessarily go to this sort of stuff. And the way they bandaged it was like great for EMTs, not great for somebody who has to keep fighting. And like they had to keep wrapping up his head more and more and more as the night went on because he kept winning. And like he, he eventually actually won this tournament, but like his whole head was basically wrapped by the end just because of this kind of one cut that like, Oh, it's in a bad place. Oh shit, we gotta kind of wrap it up in different ways. It's very funny to me for a whole tournament. Uh, but I mean, that makes sense because usually, like, you get hurt and they you're told like, okay, go rest. Yeah, and that's not what uh, a grappling tournament is. Yeah, sadly, <laughs> I would win that the resting tournament. I would do so well at like a chilling tournament. A chilling tournament, honestly. Everyone I, wins, I would. Though. I would fail because I'm so like. I have too much energy for my tiny body and like <laughs> like I'm like a flea. Like I'm always jumping around and God, I would just get DQ'd. I'd get my butt kicked, you know? You know, the like the thing with the chilling tournament though is even the refs are chilling. So it's just oh, like you, yeah. you know, you just gotta do what you have to do. It's fine. Yeah. You wouldn't get DQ'd. We all win. Yeah, they didn't see it. They didn't see it. They were asleep. It's fine. Oh my god. That sounds like so much fun. Everybody <laughs> gets told great job. Maybe that's just what, like, meditation class is, though. Yeah, right? <laughs> I just described meditation class. It's like, good job. Good job. Here's your medal. You chill. Yeah, I'm a medalist and great. chill. I oh. like that. <laughs> yeah. I like that a lot. Uh, LB, are there any fights or matches or anything coming up that you're super excited about? Well, let's see. This is coming out. So tomorrow night is the big <gasps> AEW, uh, the first their first pay-per-view of the year revolution uh where as very exciting based on all the things that happened on wednesday of this week that already happened for sure and (laughs) definitely isn't in my future um (laughs) but all those things you know very exciting so but i mean uh chris jericho and john moxley have their finally have their big title match oh my god danielle i really want to know what you think of the judas effect oh shit Oh, that's Chris Jericho's finisher, and it's a spinning back elbow, and I, I want to know what you think of it. Um, oh my god, yeah, I'm going to need to check this out. Yeah, maybe we'll talk about the the, the Judas effect next time. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm excited <laughs> for that, and what fights are you looking forward to this weekend? 
Uh, first thing, I just want to do a shout out. This is this is a continuity thing. Uh, uh, from last time, Angela Hill, she won her fight. So I, I had shouted her out last time as a thing I was excited about. And she just made UFC history because uh, she's the first person to do six fights inside of a year. Uh, nobody's ever done that before. Like inside of 365 days. It's a lot. She takes a lot of them like last second, last notice. She shows up, she fights. She's on like a three fight win streak. Uh, really excited for her about that. And there are two fights I'm kind of excited about this weekend. It's going to be on Saturday, of course, February 29th. I'll be, I'll be in Boston. I'll be at PAX, but, uh, uh, it's UFC fight night 169. The, uh, main event is a flyweight bout, uh, men's flyweight. So those are really small guys. They are 125 pounds. Uh, Ooh, Joseph little. Benavidez is, uh, against Davison and Figueredo. Both of them are like tiny, incredible, just really technical, really awesome fighters. I'm excited to see that. And the co-main is actually a women's featherweight fight. And there are not a lot of women's featherweights, especially not after Cyborg, uh, if you've ever heard her name. She's a very, very famous uh, woman fighter. Uh, she left the UFC. There's some some bad blood there. Uh, so there aren't that many. There are not that many women at 145 in the UFC. But one of the most promising of them is Felicia Spencer, uh, who has been really, really cool. She did well against Cyborg. She did not win. <laughs> uh, she didn't come close to winning. But the fact that she survived in there uh, for a very, very long time with her means she's got some serious guts. She has some serious skill. Uh, she is fighting again, and she's fighting uh, somebody I don't know as well. Uh, Zara Fyrn DeSantos, apparently. Uh, don't know her that well, but excited to see what she is made of and just excited that that division still exists. I would love to see more ladies uh, in that division and more ladies fighting and kicking ass there's a lot of um there's a couple of uh women's divisions where there isn't as much going on because they're relatively newer and there's just fewer people in them so i'm i'm looking forward to those divisions filling up and becoming more competitive uh because yeah there's not as many women doing this as men uh still but i'm excited about the possibilities hell yeah yeah sweet all right i think that's our show I think you're right. I think that's our show. I think that was a good show. I, I'm pretty happy about it. Uh, we're going to have to do a clap after the outro. We are. <laughs> because I realized we didn't do the clap at the top, but that's okay. Because we can do our cool outro, and then we can do a clap. And maybe we'll end on the clap today, because that's pretty fun, right? Uh, well, I mean, it's basically like the same as a thigh slap, which is what we did yeah. last time. Oh, Right? I was thinking this time I would just blade for real, but that doesn't... Uh, Oh, that shit. doesn't work. Yeah, that might be hard that to like. Doesn't really come capture? through on audio again. Yeah, like the drip <laughs> of blood, right? Like you gotta get like a hardcore drip sound going on for that. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Also, I'm not prepared and would only have like the scissors I use to trim my eyebrows. So. Which sadly might might not be fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that would be very good. That's some like very specific like beauty supply store death match. Yeah. Which, which again. That could be cool. Beauty Supply Store Deathmatch. Huh. Uh, that's the name of our show. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> like, keep an eye out for the WrestleMania week show. The uh, fan, finally, the fan fight show. Beauty Supply Store Deathmatch. <laughs> GCW <laughs> presents fan that's fight. That's the name of our episode. I'm always looking for names of our episode. And there it was. Right at the end. It's beautiful. It came right in. I, I guess I'll read our cool outro. Uh, Yeah, yeah. well, so we hope that you enjoyed your combat sports entertainment journey with us. Uh, Please do be sure to rate and review our podcast because it helps us so very much. And we actually started a brand new feed 
a new podcast feed for this show and for all sportsy and wrestly things that we'll be doing here at Fanbyte. So uh, it's a new feed, you know, it's brand new, brand new baby feed, but we uh, we're gonna do great things with it. And jocks of course, uh, only. Jocks, jocks, and uh, uh, let's see, jocks and like spiritual jocks, mathletes, <laughs> spiritual jocks. Uh, I'm a spiritual jock. <laughs> But yeah, we will not be testing you to see if you're a jock, but I just wanted to say jocks only on the podcast. Jocks only. (laughs) I also Uh, meant to start like opening all these with Hello Gamers, but it's too late now. Oh, shit. Jocks only and Hello Gamers are the two things I really want to say with my mouth and I just got to say both of them. So, Oh, man. This is like a dream come true. I love it. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. No, it's great. I love it. This is extremely good. You're saying sorry, and I'm like, why are you sorry for being a genius and doing genius things with a microphone right now? Because you are, and it's awesome. I'm um, going to write, why are you I'm sorry for being a genius things. on a post-it note and put it on my microphone? Why are you sorry for being a genius would be the name of this episode if it were as good as Beauty Supply Store Deathmatch. <laughs> but, although, you know, I could be persuaded. There's you know two. What? There's two possibilities here, you know? Dialectics. Writing it down. Why are you sorry? But yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Hunk Tears and follow the fan fight wrestling and fighting coverage if we do more fighting, which I think we should. At fan fight on Twitter, which is fan fight, like fan fight. Yeah, yeah. with with a cool why. Wow, the Uh, outro's hard. Using that why, you know what I'm saying? And and yeah. of course, if you like uh, podcasts in general, you should go to fanbyte.com slash podcasts. We're also on Twitter at Fanbyte Media. We're on Instagram at Fanbyte. We're on TikTok. We're cool. We're on TikTok <laughs> at Fanbyte. And of course, fanbyte.com. And we've also got Late Lunch, which is a very cool and very good Monday, Wednesday, Friday talk show. That's on twitch.tv slash fanbyte. LB, let's do another uh, The Thigh Slap. Ugh. And okay. then we can do a clap. Wait, maybe Is you should. Good? I think you, since I yeah. believe that you are the one who should kick me this time. Oh, okay. I think so like I, you I know enough. Like okay. Yeah, and then slap your thigh, and I'll go. Ah. Okay. Ready? Okay. Yeah. One, two, three. Ah! Ow, my face. <laughs> Good orange. Oh, Me too. Citrus. I'm realizing I'm, we can just like use this bonus orange sound audio. <laughs> orange eating content. I like it. I like it a lot. <clears throat> I'm just watching the beginning of this uh, this match again. Oh yeah. I won't burn pod. I'm just I just have it on while we're uh, orange eating. No, no burning okay. of pod. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs>
Oh wait, I got some on my I got orange juice on my glasses. Let me clean that and oh, then no! I will be ready to go. Okay, no problem. That shit happens. It's alright. It does. Oranges are you know, hazardous. I just found that I had some sort of food substance on the skin on my clavicle. And uh, I don't know what it was or where it came from. Wow. That's just the kind of day we're having. There's yeah. food on my clavicle. It's wild stuff. To, you know, you I never know what to that. expect. <laughs> you know, you never know in my life what you'll find. I do have, I will say this. I don't think this is burning pod, but I do have like a bruise, like a bump and a bruise above my right eye and like a little teeny tiny like a little something right below my right eye, and I could not tell you where it came from. Wow, that's because like seems of course alarming. I've been training, and like I'm sure somebody threw me on my face, and I just was like, "Whoop, that's fine," and like didn't really register it. And then I looked at my face in the mirror, and I'm like, "Where the fuck did this come from?" That's so cool that you can fall on your face and forget. <laughs> I would I never know, right? forget something like that. My, uh, my real life partner is also my training partner and we go really hard with each other because we're actually, it's insane. It's, this never happens, but we're the same level and the same size. So we go super hard. Like we're, we're always kind of training each other for competition and like, man, they, they kick me in the fucking ribs like every day. And I always complain about it. They're just like, they just got really long limbs. Uh, and it's just like the funniest fucking thing because there have definitely been times where they've like driven me to my parents house and i have a black eye from them and they're just like there's like hi danielle's mom and dad <laughs> oh no it's very it's very funny like it's all a, a completely you know it, it came from yeah, a sensual sporting totally. event but like it's very like oh my god what is going on danielle what are you up to it's very that's wild oh. stuff <sighs> okay <laughs> Do we want to do the intro? Yeah. Or have, was that the intro? Was me eating orange the intro? <laughs> welcome to this. Be, welcome to our podcast. Munch, 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 munch. Welcome. Welcome where I talk about that many times my partner has kicked me in the face by accident, quote unquote, by accident. You know, they claim it's always by accident. And I'm always just like, yeah, I know it was by accident. But were you, were you trying to like kick me off and you just didn't really notice what part of my body you were kicking me off with is that is that the what that the accident was versus the kick you know combat sports are wild we it's weird 